What is going on, Diesel Nation? Excited to have you guys with us today. We've got a really cool conversation we're going to have with Ben Shaddy, who is the owner of Dunright Diesel. And we're going to talk about his race truck, a ton of cool things that are going on in diesel and tuning and racing and a whole bunch of different things. Before we get to it, though, we want to thank a couple of our sponsors who help make episodes like this possible. The first is Precision Industries, and these guys have been building torque converters since the very beginning. They have a really cool program as well for your Cummins Duramax or Power Stroke. Is as your modifications change, if you need a restall, they have a free restall program. You just send them the converter, and they can change the stall for you. If you have any questions about what kind of converter you need, where to put the stall speed, what it can do for your truck, you need to give them a call. Their phone number is 800 649 7866 or just go to converter.com and you can browse all the different setups they got find really helpful information about billet converters and what they can do for your truck also we want to thank diesel doctor diesel doctor they they're leading the way in building engines whether it's for a stock truck race truck anywhere in between the amount of technology and expertise that these guys have is second to none Go to diesel911.com and you can find all the information for your LB7, your 6.7 Cummins, your 6.0, 6.4 Power Stroke, anything in between. They, they do it. And they have a five-year warranty as well. So make sure you check them out. All right, let's get to this podcast with Ben and start talking about tuning and race trucks and tons of other things. I'm Ryan Milliken from Hardway Performance, and you're listening to The Diesel Podcast. I'm Demetri Miller with No Zone Diesel. This is Anthony Rings from XDP. This is Jaron Holder from Holder Down Performance. Corey Willis from PPI. I'm Drew with D&J Precision Machine. I'm Pinky. You're listening to The Diesel Podcast. Diesel Podcast. You're listening to The Diesel Podcast. The Diesel Podcast. The one and only Diesel Podcast. Ben, welcome back to The Diesel Podcast. It's been a little while, but... Uh... You've been busy out there in, in diesel racing and tuning and tons of different things. Yeah, it's great to be back. Um, it's, it's been a very uh, busy season so far, um, about halfway through it here. So um, things are going good, and we're hoping to finish strong. So I have to ask you to start. I saw that you, you took the race truck out to Street Outlaws Armageddon, and I have to ask you, what was that like? Oh, it was really cool. Um, just the atmosphere, um, something different than you know out of the ordinary um some of the fastest well the fastest no prep drivers in the in the country um it was it was really cool a lot of the attendance was large um the atmosphere was great it was just it was something different than than what we had been doing as far as the the truck itself and going up against those guys what what was that like were there things that um you learned or that you changed or you know just found out about the truck going up against you know a field like that um probably the biggest difference um and like that you know i mean those guys have been doing that a long long time you know the gas industry um they have their little weather stations going they have their grippo meters they have everything to know what tune-up to put in their cars or trucks that's going to make it down an unprepped surface where you know it was, it was our first our first go around there, and it, it was fun. It was a, it was a great time. Um, we had some little issues come up on, and we couldn't get the the turbo spooled up against um, Chuck there in the first round. Um, it was a loss, but it's in in my book and all my guys' books. I, I think we we had a, a good time, and, and 
we know that we want to do that again. Um, and, you know, Paul Cato was there with his diesel as well, and, and he was representing well. Um, and it's, I'm hoping that, you know, the next time we show up, we have this truck dialed in that we're, you know, obviously not going to win it, um, but we can put ourselves in position to maybe go a couple rounds and gain a little bit of respect from the guys running the spark plugs. I think everyone's really excited about it, it just to see to see that competition and then to see what guys like yourself are able to do and the where it's going to take diesel drag racing is, is really exciting for everyone out there watching and you know on social media and, and people that can go that, that make the trip and go watch you guys right the, the support was huge i mean even you know the guys that we line up against and you know the in our classes in the in the diesel industry I'm, we're getting you know snapchats we're getting messages or you're seeing people you know watching the live feed um you know, when we race those guys at the diesel events, you could you could swear some of us is, are, are ready to, to go toe-to-toe at the end. But it, it's really cool when you go to something like that, that all the all the thoughts and respects and stuff you get from your, you know, the, the diesel brotherhood. Um, and it, it, was a, it was a great feeling as well. I can't wait till the next one. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be watching live feeds and stuff or, you know, going and, and checking it out. So that's cool. And I saw, you know, Shy Diesel was just, you know, recent and and saw, you know, trucks that, that you've tuned and and you guys were out there. And it, it seemed like another awesome show and just stiff competition again. Oh, it is. No doubt. I mean, it's um, Diesel Motorsports has come a long way. Um and I think we can probably blame or credit UCC for that on, you know, on making, forcing guys to do things that they wouldn't normally do. Um, but as far as the shide, we, we had a great um, weekend. Not so much on the drag side, but um, sled pull guys. Um, Jason Wayman was able to, to get a, a win there on Friday night in and, um, and the 3.0 limited pro class. Um, Doug Monroe. Uh, was a second place truck in the two six smooth war class on Friday night, and then Jason was able to come right back around in a field of fifty three on Saturday night and, and back up that win with a second place. Um, so it was um, it was a really good weekend for the sled pull stuff. Um, on the drag race side, we went in um, trying a couple things that we haven't before. And um, the rain limited us to, to two rounds of qualifying where we usually get three. And I know that doesn't sound like a big deal is, but, you know, it usually takes two or three rounds to get down the track, let alone get down the track with, the, with a couple new um, a couple new roadblocks. <laughs> I can't call them roadblocks now, but it's, I think it's going to be for the better of the truck. But um, so we, we end up qualifying last at the drag race on at their sides and uh, we were put out by Larson Miller in the first round. So we're, um, we're going to do some testing next week and then uh, we'll be back to the ODSS circuit and uh, the hard way ODSS points uh, race there in Florida. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ryan and looking has that, uh, that event going and I, I did mark it off a long time ago. I think he invited me to, invited me to it and i think that's going to be another i mean really exciting event that it's not that far off either it's it's coming up here pretty quick 
it's it's about two weeks away, um, and they're they're doing a lot of cool stuff. Ryan um, and the Hardway crew are um, are really putting a lot of neat stuff together. You know, not only for the drivers but the spectators as well. Um, and that track is is awesome. It's it's a great track. It's obviously it's in Florida. I don't know how you could not beat that. So um, it's it's the consumer was thinking about not going or you know you're on the fence that i would i would probably go ahead and grab your ticket um he's got a jet car coming in you know for some to run both days um i know suncoast has got a a major hand in on that as well so i think it's going to be a really good event for sure i'm it's it's so cool to see these i think as enthusiasm and more people are coming into diesel these other type of of races and these other things that are that are happening that there's so there's so many opportunities to watch these really fast trucks or you know, like ryan's car with a cummins power plant all these all these things to watch it's like yeah football season might be rolling around but there's still racing going on <laughs> so right <laughs> that's really cool i there was um, a couple questions that we had gotten from a um, a listener and he wanted us to ask about, he's got a, like an 03, early 04 Cummins. And he wanted us to ask, what is the difference between HP tuners and MM3 tuning? Are there any advantages to one versus the other? Can you do more with one versus the other? And I know you've, you tune some of the most powerful trucks out there and have been doing it a really long time. So I was going to put you on the hot seat and ask you. <laughs> as far as the HP tuner versus like the MM3 um, we're simply talking about hardware there. So um, when it comes down to it, um, like the tuning, maps, everything that, that is needed to tune, you know, the daily driven or even, you know, the hot street truck, all the maps are there for, you know, both platforms. Um, we've done some back-to-back, you know, same truck, same tune-up and, and both hardwares with the, with the exact same results. So when you're when you're looking on the market to purchase this, you need to think about like what's important to you. Um, the Smarty MM3 um, has a it comes with a monitor. Um, if, if a monitor is important to you, that's you know definitely the way you would want to go. Um, Smarty has data logging now as well. I wouldn't consider it. Entry level, it's once you get used to it, it's it's good. It works well. Um, but as far as you know, the data logging, say I would say I would give I would favor the HP tuners a little bit on the data logging. Um, but um, you know, the HP tuner is coming. They came out with an MP, MPVI two, um, which is like a Bluetooth communication device where you don't have to have a cable between your laptop and your and your tool anymore to flash the truck. I've not used that a whole lot. I still have my old one. I have a new one too, but I have an old one that, that I'm going to use for a while yet probably. But um, I've done, you know, both, you know, both platforms with, with success. Neither one of them held me up either way. Um, so it's just, you know, whatever is important to you. You know, the, the monitor of the Smarty is nice. You can handle all your tunes right on the screen. You don't have to pull out a laptop. When you do want a data log, it goes to the SD card. Then you take the SD card to the laptop. 
where, you know, the HP tuners, you have to hook your laptop up. So it's just, it's, it's user preference, really. Neither, neither, neither platform is going to hold you back from doing anything you want to performance-wise. Um, so it would just be whatever's important to you as an end user. That's really cool. So even if they're not local to you, you can still tune any truck, whether it's 600 horsepower or 1600 horsepower with either platform, you can, you can still help them out with it. Oh, sure. Yeah. With the data logging was, you know, until Smarty came out with the data logging, um, we, we were heavy on the HP tuner. And when, if somebody demanded they want a Smarty, we, we would sell it to them, but it wasn't because it's what we chose. Now with, uh, like as far as the different tunes that a guy could have or with either platform can you just load one or are they you know switchable where you can have a couple different ones on the smarty or hp tuners and be able to select one or how does that work as of now the you know the the smarty on like the 03 to 05 stuff they have with the power on demand and that's just simply turning up a percentage of a you know they're they're limiting a certain value to not let it go to full quantity, um, which I don't, wouldn't necessarily call it a shift on the fly. You're just turning up and down a single tune. Um, there has been some talk, and I've seen some stuff on social media about HP Tuner playing with a switch. I have not seen anything released yet, and I have not messed with anything. So um, as of now, you know, you load a tune with HP Tuner, and if you want something different, you stop and load it again. Um, with that being said, on the Smarty thing, on the on that 03 to 05 year, you can store multiple tunes on your monitor, but you still do need to stop and, um, you know, key on, key on engine off and, and flash the file. There's no on-the-fly changing of tunes. There is what they call the power, power on demand, but it's not actually physically changing a tune. I got you. Now, see, like, if it's on a street truck, I mean, and it could, make, you know, be making some good power. Do you really even need another tune? Or is it something where your right foot can almost control, you know, how much how much fuel you're delivering where, you know, maybe for, say, a dedicated race truck or something like that, obviously there's going to be different files for different things. But sure. do, do you really need multiple tunes, say, on a street truck? Well, the, on my daily driver, my R&D vehicle, it's, if there's this... Um, a switchable tune on it, it's because I'm testing it because that's what 99.9% .9 of the people want. Um, if it's up to me, I have one tune on my truck um, because when the word tune to me is you maximize your vehicle's output. And anytime I've done that on a chassis dyno, on an engine dyno, um, when you maximize that output, it was when the engine was in its happiest state, so it's running cooler, it's making the most power. It's, you know, it's making the most power for a reason because nothing's limiting it and you're, everything's uh, working as it should. Um, so in my opinion, you know, I like single tunes myself, um, but we do support the switchable tuning. Um, but the switchable tuning, you know, especially on certain trucks, you know, that's they got these advanced transmissions now that's doing, you know, ad adaptive learning and, and stuff like that. Um, you can really, you can really confuse one pretty quick by grabbing a knob and taking <laughs> it from one to five. <laughs> For sure. I was, when, uh, when I got that question and I was, I went to your, your website and I was looking around, uh, you know, just see more about, you know, M3 tuning and HP tuners and stuff. And 
I saw some other things that you guys offer, and one of them that's that's come up is you know maintaining these vehicles, whether whether it's for racing, you know, like say your truck or customer trucks or a, a daily driver and like fluids, so transmission fluid, axles, you know, motor oil, things like that. And I saw that you guys sell Amsoil products, and I wanted to ask you, like, with your own vehicle, a race truck, what kind of benefits have you guys seen? say with running their products, um, you know, say versus conventional, you know, if there's any temperature difference, performance differences, what are you guys seeing out there? Um, as far as the race truck, we are running the AMS oil. The, uh, it's called the Dominator 15W50 oil. Um, this is our first year for it, so we don't have tons of data. Um, the data I do have is that we, we record engine block pressure on our data logger, and we've yet to see that over one pound so you know at fifth we shift at 5400 rpms um we see the data logger flash from zero to one so we're we're somewhere in a half between a half pound to one pound you know increments and that does excite me because we've you know in in the past um to make the power that we are we've we've learned the hard way on a lot of things and um and you know i'm not saying the AMS oil is what's taken care of because we've changed a couple other things in the engine program. But as of right now, we have on the engine that's in the truck, we have 11 dyno passes, engine dyno passes, and it has um, 40, 46 eighth-mile passes on it um, and very minimal blow-by for a race engine. So, you know, we'll know more at this, you know, this winter on how that looks bearing-wise. Um, I expect it to look pretty decent. I stay on top of the, you know, the service and that too. So, um, and then my daily driver, the R and D truck, 18 Ram. Um, I run the AMS Oil 1550. I'm sorry, 1540. Um, and I've been sending in different, um, you know, samples of that oil. And like I said, I don't have any real data to back it because I never really paid it that much attention to the oil program before. Um, so this, this year is going to be a really good baseline year for us um, to see, you know, how the oil is performing. As far as, you know, cleanliness of the oil coming out of the race truck, um, the fuel dilution is, is very, very low so that, you know, we're still sealed up. Um, and I guess, you know, when you're trying a new oil and, you don't have a rod hanging out. It's um, no news is good news. It's the way I look at it. So. <laughs> yeah, we, I had chatted with uh, the guys there um, over the summer, and they were talking about fuel dilution and in and different things like that, and, and protecting the motor. So it was it was cool. And I wanted to ask you more about it because you've been racing forever, and you've been involved in so many different builds and things. And you know that's what that's what people you know want to hear from are guys out there pushing the limits and at the center of diesel performance, which you are, and, you know, that kind of experience and what you're seeing is really important for, you know, what people are going to put into their, their daily driver or their race truck and, sure. you know, go out there and have fun with. Sure. Well, Ben, I, uh, I know you are busy and you've got a ton on your plate and, uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I definitely appreciate what you're doing with the race truck. I think before we chatted, uh, earlier in the year, um, or late last year, you were talking about some big things, and you're definitely doing that. And it's, it's I think, helping the sport tremendously. 
what you're doing and, and the guys that you're helping out there, um, you know, that, that we talk to it, whether sled pulling, drag racing, all those sorts of things. So we, we all appreciate what you and your crew are doing. Thank you very much. We, uh, we appreciate the call, you know, and I know I'm the one talking on this, but I got guys at the shop that, that allow me to get away and do things like this that I, I don't say thanks enough. So, um, you know, all the guys, Lee, Jaron, Brandon, my wife, she's running, <laughs> she ran, runs all the books and, and tries to keep track of me, which is tough sometimes. So, um, but we, it's, um, it's a lot of fun. We're, we're having a blast doing it. Thanks again, Ben. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure and head on over to converter.com. Check out what Precision Industries is doing for our diesel trucks and torque converter upgrades that you can use for towing, racing, or a street truck. And also to Diesel Doctor. Go to diesel911.com and check out a company that's leading the way in remanufactured engines, race engines, and helping get your truck back on the road. Till next time, keep the shiny side up.